0: Hello and welcome to the Who's See Podcast with me Phil and me Paul. And on this week's show we'll of course be discussing the last in this series of Doctor Who, The Name of the Doctor. Probably one of the most eagerly anticipated episodes this season I would think.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I suppose
0: so. I suppose so, I suppose so. Well okay, before we get on to that we've got quite a few news items for you. And first up, now one of the things that we sort of missed last week because we recorded so early was the news of the early release of the... Second half of uh, series seven box set, yes, in, for in B, for the BBC America released, uh, but only to two, 210 fans though in America. Yes. I think everyone was assuming it was, it was millions they'd shipped out, but it was only two hundred and ten. However, of course, there was the thing that, well, spoilers really. Everyone was, yeah. everyone was thinking it's going to get ruined now, and a, a plea actually went out. I think it was Edward Russell first, wasn't it? Yes, who said. You know, please don't spoil it for everybody else. You know, show a bit of uh, restraint, please. Um Then Stephen Moffat promised that if nobody gave it away, he would release a little uh, snippet of Matt Smith and David Tennant from the set of the 50th anniversary after the name of The Doctor had aired. Uh, well, all I can say is, well done, fans. No, I don't think anybody spoiled it, did they? Uh, not as far as I can see, no. No. Um I think a lot of forums actually shut down just to prevent this from happening. Um, and then yesterday, after the, uh, the Name of the Doctor aired, Stephen Moffat released uh, a statement in The Guardian, just basically thanking those 210 fans for not spoiling
1: it for everybody. Yeah, it was quite a nice little piece, actually. I mean, it was, yeah. Made really me quite a laugh, saying about, or well, at least we did it in style, releasing them in high def. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't send out any old manky copy, with exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and he, even the bit about I'd like to thank the two hundred. We'd like to send the two hundred and ten fans flowers, but perhaps we're we'll not be trusted with their address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean,
0: just to give you a quick snippet of what he said. If you haven't actually read it, um, he said, "But here's the thing." Then Ryan Das blundering fools. Check out the fans. Two hundred and ten of them, with the top secret episode within their grasp. And because we asked nicely, they didn't breathe a word. Not one. Even Doctor Who website's been closing their comment sections just in case anyone blurts. I'm gobsmacked. I'm impressed. Actually, I'm humbled. And we are here all very grateful. Yeah, a very, very yeah. nice little statement. Yeah. Very nice little statement. Yes, yeah, so I think like, people are avoiding Twitter and all sorts during the week. You know, just leaving off for seven days just in case someone spoilt it. And I've got to be honest, nobody on my timeline tweeted a single thing. No. Not not a jot. So that well done. I was going to say well done. Okay, now um ratings. Now we right. haven't got the ratings for the name of the Doctor because again we're recording far too early um for that to be uh, for that to be announced just yet. But uh, the Crimson Horror final ratings: six point four seven million viewers. Which, again, it's about average now, isn't it? Yeah, that sort of six and a half million. Um, again, that had the um thirty one point five percent of the total television audience. Um, and it was a six-month um, program, watch program of the week, I should say, on BBC One. And it was the third most watched program on the Saturday. Yes. So, of course, behind Britain's Got Talent and The Voice.
1: Yeah. Well, that's saying.
0: That's saying, didn't it. So now, the interesting thing: Doctor Who also tops the iPlayer charts for April. Um, yeah. Now, it's quite a shock with the episode that actually tops the iPlayer
1: charts, though, isn't it? Um, I was actually. Thinking about... Well, yeah, obviously, do you want to say what it is? Yeah, The Rings of Ackerton. The only thing about that, actually, I suppose, is that's the one that's been on there the longest. It has, for April. For April. As yeah. in, The Bells of St John actually has had more downloads, but some of those were in March, because it aired at the end of March, didn't That's it? it, yeah. It had um,
0: 0.96 million downloaded in March, and then an additional 1.3 million in April.
1: Yeah, I suspect by the time this goes off of iPlayer, mm. the, the series goes off of iPlayer, it will be back to be reasonably all level, I'd have yeah, thought, we'll thought, between so. the I we'll thought so.
0: Now, uh, for completists of lists, um, Doctor also took 4th... Uh,
1: right, sixth- get your pen out. Get
0: your pen okay. out, quick, quick. Get your, get your little charts and, and spreadsheets ready. Okay, here we go. It also took 4th, um, 6th and 10th places in the top 10. Um So, Cold War Curd were I was going to say Cold War ha- having Cold uh, War Cold War <laughs> Cold War had one point six five million uh, requests. Hyde had one point five three million, and Journey to the Centre of the Tardis one point one nine million. Yeah, it's good to see Cold War keeping up its quotes. Cold War's there. <laughs> There's got to be some government figures against that. You've only downloaded so many times for you're over, <laughs> over-downloaded. Over-featured <iPlayer>. and, <laughs> and then the unwatched ones have got to be thrown back into the sea. <laughs> Does that include rings, please? <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, let's move on to some more uh, positive things, shall we? Um, yes, yeah, straight after the uh, episode last night, BBC finally confirmed that Series 8 is a definite go. Yes. Uh, but, there's always a but with the BBC, didn't actually say when they will begin filming, or when it will be shown either.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the clue's going to be when they begin. If they don't start filming much before Christmas, mm. it's going to be next autumn, isn't it? It is. And I'm happy with that, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, well, I would Worry? Well, what, what worry? Why, why, why worried? I don't know. Um, what would make you think? now is are we going to end up getting? Are we going to have split seasons all the time?
0: Well, we could do, couldn't we? And I, I'm sort of hoping we don't have that next time. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't mind really? it being in autumn next year, but no. I would quite like all the episodes in one series. Eight to go as a series rather yeah. than.
0: No, I really can't remember whose decision that was to split the series.
1: Wasn't there some talk that it was Moffat's decision? Well, I've heard it
0: was Moffat's. Then I, then I had another thing saying it was actually the BBC decided. It was, it yeah. was taken out of Moffitt's hands. So I, I, I really don't know. I wouldn't have thought it was up to the showrunner when, although, to, although when to split as the, the series. I don't know.
1: As the series was split, it was a pretty uh, obvious split, wasn't it? It would have been difficult to see how you could have written this story this series mm. and run it all together in one go. Yeah, yeah. It would the, have been it would've felt quite clunky. It would've been very, very clunky.
0: Yeah. I mean I know the I mean they used the Christmas special as the bridging episode, didn't they, yeah. between the two. Uh but no, you're absolutely right. I mean they should have really called this series eight. Yeah. Because it was so different.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we should just had a five episode series seven. Yeah. Um, then this series eight.
0: Yeah, that's what I yeah, I think it would have been it would've made more sense anyway, but yeah. Oh, well, it's done and dusted. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Now, the other thing as well with Series 8 is Matt Smith coming back. Now, according to The
1: Sun... Yeah, oh, well, that, that's, that's it then. That's in the bag.
0: <laughs> but it's not, it's not even the, the the Sun paper. It's The Sun's TV magazine. Yeah. Okay. Um, they had an interview with Matt Smith. Um, and he, obviously, as we know at the moment, he's not filming anything to do with, uh, to do with Doctor Who. He's filming um, How to Catch a Monster as we reported last week with his new skinhead haircut. Yeah. Um, but he's going to come back in the summer to shoot the 2013 Christmas special. Now, according to um, what he says in this Sun interview, he starts work on Series 8 at the end of the year, or at the start of 2014. However, this has not been confirmed by the BBC.
1: No. But, but I mean, to be honest, the BBC wouldn't confirm <laughs> that one way or the other at the no, moment. No, exactly. So, if anyone sort of has come across this... Um,
0: article or found a link to the article I would take it with a huge pinch of salt,
1: yeah, the point is even if he was leaving he wouldn't want to, he wouldn't be under he'd be under pressure not to announce it, yeah. yeah at this point anyway, so
0: yeah, it's that usual thing of uh you know the series comes to an end or there's a special coming up and that means the actor must be leaving and so we get this annual circus of uh you know actors that could play the doctor blah 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 so yeah. Um, but hey I hope he does stay Oh yeah oh, I hope he does I really hope he does um, If he does I reckon next season Will be his last
1: You'd have thought so And it, Providing us Of course he gets, he gets a better offer I suppose
0: Well that's it I mean Well you know David Tennant Tried his luck in The States and It didn't really pay off Did it and No Next thing you know He's starring in St Trinian's too.
1: Yeah Yeah So you got You see Get a better offer <laughs>
0: What are you saying, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Now, um, silly news of the week time. Now, I think a lot of you must have um, must have seen uh, come across this because uh, it was in it was actually on the BBC. Well, I say the BBC. It was on News Norfolk. Okay, right. Um, I thought this was going to go. Were you involved? Did you see any? <laughs> Keep them peeled. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, Ring, this number if you <laughs> like to report. <laughs> what do, how do they close
1: off um, uh, Crime Watch? Uh, it used to be "Don't have nightmares." <laughs> that was it. Okay, right, alright. I right, don't I, think they necessarily do anymore. I don't think so. I don't. Oh, I don't know.
0: Um, old people might do. <laughs> oh, they should. They should just leave, leave, sort of uh, finish it with feel the old people living on their own at home. Don't look behind you. <laughs> but anyway, um, let me read. No, that.
1: it wasn't like this in your day.
0: No, it wasn't. No, right. Let me get this out for God's sake. Right, okay, right. The headline: Star Wars and Doctor Who fans clash at Norwich convention. It's finally happened. Yes, it's finally yeah. happened. Nerd fight. Uh, the police were called now to uh, the convention uh, in Norwich called the Norwich Sci-Fi and Film Convention at the University of East Anglia, uh, which is organised by the Norwich Star Wars Club. Now, who started this? I'd like to know. Did, did Doctor Who fans that's that statement?
1: <laughs> who started this? Who started this? I thought you had details there.
0: <laughs> it's people by the looks of it were arguing over autographs. Yes, there were two Doctor Who actors present at the event. Well, I'm assuming are also. Um, no, it does actually say who the actors were. I think one of them might have been Jeremy Bullock.
1: Yeah, I know he was there. No, wasn't it? Um, that, was Graham, no, that was Jeremy Bullock and Graham Cole. It was Graham Cole, though. Was, no, he's, yeah. never been, he's
0: never been in Star Wars, to my knowledge, unless he played a stormtrooper or something. I don't know. I
1: don't know. But, it, yeah, it's just
0: the, yes, a nod, slightly. Hmm. Yeah, it's very, very uh, b- bizarre. But, um, yes, yeah, so the, the, the police said, after lengthy investigation, a lengthy investigation, uh, talking to witnesses and reviewing good CCTV footage, it was confirmed that there was no assault. Is
1: that on Blu-ray?
0: Well, you <laughs> said there was no assault. So how was it a fight, then, for God's sake? Um <laughs> The two rival groups have spoken to advice to keep out of each other's way. <laughs> yes, go, that, it's not being told to sit on the naughty step,
1: is it? It's, <laughs> right, you go and play over there, and you <laughs> play over there. So, <laughs> and if you can't be good, we're going to take your toys away from you.
0: Oh dear! Now um, it's it's organised by a guy called Jim Paul. Um, now. <laughs> He said, uh, "I don't know if he actually said whether he was wearing this while he's been interviewed or when the fight broke out." But he said, "Mr. Paul said he, uh, he said he was wearing a club top, and his fellow member was dressed the Fifth Doctor, as played by Peter Davison." Um, apparently, it was something verbal abuse. That's all it was. Someone just a bit of name calling, it and someone called the police. There you ah. go. Oh, but this this gets even better. I just read another bit here. Right, he said. Um, uh, he, he was put in a police car. They're both interviewed by the police and told to stay away from each other. Then Mr. Paul said two other members of his club, one dressed the 10th Doctor, and the other, as Judge Dredd, had waited outside the venue. Oh, God. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, oh, dear.
1: Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, I think I, I, think I think it's quite apt, actually. I there's <laughs> a bit of name-calling to the Doctor.
0: Yes, def- Oh, dear. Was- this
1: week. Oh,
0: that—that that i wish I'd been. I would have laughed my head off if I'd seen that. But now apparently, it does it does close the Dominic Warner, secretary of the Norwich Star Wars Club, said um, it's blown up as if it was a fight. There was no fighting, but apparently, it's not the first time there's been disputes between the club members.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: Oh dear. Right. Okay. Right. Um. Now to finish off this the the sort of the news. Unfortunately, we have some. Um, sad news this week um, where well, there's been a few people connected to Doctor Who who have sadly passed away um, now we'll start off with um, a lady called Bobby Bartlett uh, she was the costume designer uh, she worked on 24 episode Doctor between 1968 and 1971 Yeah, and basically she was responsible for updating the Cybermen for the invasion yes She designed the look for that and also designed the costumes for Tobias Fawn and Unit as well. So then she went to work on the Crotons uh, onto Caesar Death and um, she updated the Ice Warriors. Um, She designed the costume for the Grand Marshal. Yes. And then she would come back to do some stuff for Mind of Evil as well. That was her last story. Quite an important person.
1: Yes. I think the, the whole look of Invasion worked, didn't it? It
0: did. It really did. It's a fantastic story, and uh, yeah, and the and the design is great. The costume design is fantastic. I know someone said, "Oh, it looks like just wetsuits," but no, it was it was a good update.
1: Yeah, I think, and actually. how how do you, how do you, how else did you do it in that time?
0: Exactly, precisely. It was they're not better than the the previously sort of baggy looking Saurian yes. costumes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like I liked her design. I really did. Now um, also, sadly, um, Aubrey Woods. Who you might remember played the controller in Day of the Daleks? Sadly, passed away at the age of eighty-five. Yeah, I mean, he, I think he played quite a, an important part in that story as well. Actually, didn't he? Yeah,
1: as yeah his Pert- performance was he, his performance alongside John Pertwee in that was quite good.
0: Yeah, the scenes together with the them two together were really, really good. Actually, especially yeah. with the sort of um, he was trying to sort of justify his actions. Yes, So it was uh, really good. Now, you might also know him probably. Um, as well as that, his probably his most famous role, he was the candy man, um, or the candy store owner, in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the Gene Wilder yeah. version. Yes. Um, so that was uh, probably what most people would know him from, was that, I would imagine. Um, now, so another actor passed away, Norman Jones, uh, passed away at the age of 78. Now, you probably remember Norman Jones as Major Baker from Doctor and the Silurians, and also as, as Hieronymus from The Mask of Mandragora. Yes. As well. Um now, I think with all of these um, sort of actors, he, he was in a lot of TV dramas, um, such as ones we always seem to mention when we do audio commentaries as well. Um, yeah. Things like Bergerat, Professionals, uh, Zed Cars, The Avengers, Dixon the Dot Green. Uh, those Crown, sort Court. Of, Crown Court. Crown uh, Court. Yes, there is a Crown Court on the list, actually. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I must admit, I, I, I've only recently bought... Um, Mask of Andragora, so I can't really comment on his performance in that, but I always did quite like him in uh, Doctor and the Silurians.
1: Yeah. I recently watched that.
0: Again. Yeah, you did, because we covered the uh, the Target book, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so that was... Uh, yeah, it's yeah, very from, good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then, lastly, unfortunately, uh, reports, John Caffrey, um, who played Lord Palmerdale in the horror of Fang Rock, uh, died at the age of 72. Yeah. And again, in the similar sort of programs again, uh, Zed Cars, yeah. Professionals, Minder, Bergerac, etc. Um, etc. Et so, um, there we go. So, now i like to add, end on a, um, a, sad, a sad note. So, um, just to sort of try and sort of lighten things up again, let's have a very, very quick jaunt across to Omega's Tat Corner. Right, okay, now we have two items of tact for you this week. Um, let's start off with. There's a new range of figures. Yes, there's a new range of 3.75-inch figures that are featuring um, characters from this series of Doctor Who. So, we have got uh, the Doctor and Clara, the updated Cybermen, an Ice Warrior, or Scaldac in particular, um, a Weeping Angel, and a Bronze Dalek. Yes.
1: Yes. Reminding us, actually, that last last year's stuff was part of Series 7. yeah. So he was just looking, oh, a weeping angel, and then, yeah. a Dalek.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was a. I thought a bronze Dalek. They keep pushing <laughs> out the bronze Daleks as well. You, you're all right. You dying over there? I am. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was who saying bronze Dalek? <laughs> that was it. Choked. Um, yes, you can buy these from, of course, Forbidden Planet, and they appear to be retailing um, each at six ninety nine. Yes. Now, there's also um, at the bottom of this article, which I haven't actually seen on Forbidden Planet's uh, website. They've also got Roger Delgado as the master.
1: Right, <laughs> I don't, I don't I remember him in Series Seven. No, I me mean neither. <laughs> I
0: don't know what it's got to do with that. With it doesn't even look like one of the um, <laughs> that particular range of figures, either. Um, oh, there you go. Obviously, being smaller, they are not that greatly detailed. The Cyberman looks particularly pants, to be honest, Right. because it's quite a costume. Um, Costume detail. Detailed costume. Sorry, get my words out. But reducing the size of the figure, it looks a little bit naff. Yeah. To be honest. Um, Clara looks nothing like General Louise Coleman whatsoever. Um, I suppose the best one, really, is the uh, Ice Warrior.
1: Yeah, that I does... suppose because that's not quite as detailed a costume, is no, it? No,
0: no. He said That one doesn't look too bad at all, actually. Um, and the Dalek's a Dalek, really. Yeah. Because there's nothing else you can add to that, is there? So, uh, anyway. Now, moving on. Now, this is, I think, probably one of the most shameless um, show tie-ins ever um, from Forbidden Planet. Now, you might remember from last week's uh, story, The uh, Nightmare in Silver, they visit a planet called Hedwig's World of Wonders. Well, now you can get Hedwig's World of Wonders-related tat. You can get T-shirts... Posters of the Spacey Zoomer ride, uh, uh, the framed print of the Hedgewigs World map, badges, mugs, uh, travel pass home, it? <laughs> I that's ticket. the end of it. mugs, mugs, yes.
1: <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Mugs <laughs> for buying this stuff.
0: Oh God! Right, okay. The T-shirts um, all range at seventeen ninety nine each. If you want any of the uh, framed prints, they're sixteen ninety nine. Badges two ninety nine. Mugs six ninety nine. And the travel hot pass holders, two ninety nine, yes, all can be purchased from Forbidden Planet. It's and they've even got. And I've, Forbidden Planet also tweeted um, a picture of one of their store workers posing in front of the uh, Hedges World of Wonder stand as well. Yes, which appears to be not too far from the door. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be buying any of that. It's like a, well, I think it's one step too far with Tatra. It's not as if it was like a well remembered. Part of the episode, was it? No, yeah. Everyone's clamoring. I I must have my Hedgeweek's World of Wonders badge. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I don't think anyone was crying out for this at all. Um, But, oh well, someone will buy it, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, it won't be us. Okay, then, folks, I think that, that wraps up the news items for this week. So, another week then, that was the news. Right then, everybody. It's time to wrap up our review of this series of Doctor Who, and of course, right now we're going to be talking about the name of the Doctor. Trenzalore. I've heard the name, of course. Dorian mentioned it. A few others. I was suspected what it was, and never wanted to find out myself. River would know, though. That river always knew. Right, come here. Give me your hand. Now. The coordinates you saw will still
1: be in your memory. I'm linking you into the TARDIS telepathic circuit. Won't hurt a bit. Ow! I lied.
0: Okay. What is Trenzalore? Is that your big secret? No. Okay, what then? When you are a time traveler, there is one place you must never go. One place in all of space and time
1: you must never, ever find yourself. You didn't listen, did you? You lot never do, that's the problem
0: The Doctor has a secret he will take to the grave It is discovered He wasn't talking about my secret No, 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 that's not what's been found He was talking about my Grave Trenzalore Is where I'm buried Right, who went first last week? It was me, wasn't it? Yes Okay, Paul, what did you think?
1: I'm like I mean I don't know really what I th- what I want to say about this one. Right. It's difficult because it's not in itself a story, is it? As such. Hmm. If you look at it it's more of a clearing up of everything that's gone on in the rest of this part of series 7.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, to a certain degree it is,
1: yeah. It's, you it's, couldn't it's, it's, it wouldn't make any sense to you if you just this was the only episode of this series you'd watched. Because there actually wouldn't be any real plot that you'd understand.
0: No, I suppose you could say this is the only non-standalone episode.
1: Yes. Really, is it, of this series? It, it's a bit the Wedding of River Song-like, isn't it, in its ending, in terms of how it ends the series. Yeah, yeah. But actually done better. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I, well, I'm just going to quickly chip in and say I absolutely love this. yeah. I really did. I don't think I've had as much fun watching a Doctor Who episode episode, or, or this series, anyway, in a long, long time. I mean, really? I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, I loved Cold War and Hyde and everything, but I just really, really just enjoyed
1: watching it from the, from the off. I've enjoyed it. I'm just not, there's just something I'm not sure on this. Hmm. What's that? And it's nothing, it's just the fact that there isn't, that it is just the tying up of mm. loose ends. Well... Tying up of some loose ends and presenting us with a, a big new one. Oh, yeah, doesn't it, Jas? Well, we well, should we get on to that one later? Um, we'll later, last, yeah. Or yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, as far as it goes, I mean, I think the good thing about this episode was the fact that you had so few characters in it.
0: He, you had just the regular yeah. ones
1: and then the great intelligence, and that was it. And good from that point of view. I mean, one of the things we always mind about in the Russell T Davies things was the overblown endings with millions planets blowing up and everything like that.
0: Yeah, Moffat does try and do something a little bit more uh a sort of bit more personal.
1: Yes. In his series
0: closure. The only time he did it was the Wedding of River Song and I thought that was an absolute bloody yeah. mess. I really yeah. did. I I mean, I mean I've already gone on record saying I I really didn't care for that episode whatsoever. No. Um but when he as you say, when he sticks to a smaller group of characters. Yeah. He he gets it right, and I really do think this is probably the one of the best scripts he's kicked out in a long, long time. It's almost it's almost as if he's been treading water to get to this point.
1: You do wonder whether the, how much this was written, and then the rest has been built f- around it. Built around it. Mm, yeah, yeah. Certainly, you do get that feeling that he had this <clears throat> written, and then he's gone back. I mean, obviously, you wonder how long into how much before obviously bringing the. Uh, having Clara Oswald in the first, in the uh, Asylum of the Daleks. Asylum of the Daleks, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say tomb for a moment I don't know where it's come from. <laughs> um, was obviously leading to this, and you wonder where that was written in. Did the, the, the actual story for Asylum come first, and then bringing the character in
0: well, it, second? Well, I think it was, wasn't it? Because the whole thing about bringing her in was really a real big afterthought, wasn't it? Yeah. she was. It wasn't written as being Clara. They just had this... Idea to, to bring her in and and, and it worked. I think it just, yeah. I think it just added to the to the mythology of, of Clara a bit more, didn't it?
1: Yeah. So you then had that. So what stage did he write this? Mm. And how far in advance did he write this? I suspect we had yeah. series. The first part of series seven was written, and then the Clara coming in was a late addition to it. Mm. But the whole of series six, I think, has series six, series, series seven. Thing, I don't know where I'm going today. <laughs> the whole of this second part of series seven has been very much written to this ending, hasn't
0: it? It has, yeah. It's all been gearing up to this moment. It really has. And as I say, I I just loved it. I mean, right from the off, when you you've I mean, actually, let's talk about the appearance
1: of the uh, previous Doctors. Yeah, I think this is pretty much we didn't expect to get something no. like this until the fiftieth, did we? Exactly. Um...
0: Which probably says to me we're not. Going, maybe we will get a little bit more of this in the 50th. If I don't know, but I don't care now because maybe this will just a shut a lot of fans up. Yeah. Okay, it's not out in the 50th. It's happened in the last episode of series seven. But hey, but we're in the we're in the 50th year. The 50th so. year exactly. What, what does it matter when you know if no. they, if they are gonna sort of uh, bring old doctors back into it? And we, we we said the only way they could really do it is like doing like a um, using old footage. Yes, which they've done, and a few doubles as well, which I think worked. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, just seeing Hartnell's face colorized as well. Yeah, at the beginning I mean, it, it was, you know, it, it, it just completely threw me. So, yeah, watching her, him, and Susan run into the TARDIS.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was really well done. Apart from probably the only one was the Tom Baker one. Yeah, that did jar a little bit. Yeah, it was something in that jarred, and it was just Well you can having, see... having you thought that would be the easiest one. Well, I think it's to do with the fact that
0: it's not on film; they're all on video. Yeah, which is the which is the problem. I think that's probably why it looked a little bit a bit dry. But you could see they try to degrade the picture. Yeah, slightly um, to match. But I was sort of counting the doctors, and I thought, hang on a minute. Um, when I watched it the first time; I couldn't see uh, a tenth doctor. No. Or an eighth doctor. No. However, when I watched it the second time, just before she sees. Um, Patrick Troughton runs across the grass yeah. as he runs in front of her. There's someone who quickly runs the opposite direction, and I paused it, and that's the Eighth Doctor. Oh, right. So he does very, very briefly gets a gets a mention, and yeah. I one sort of, I sort of um, watch. It. I thought, oh no, they short changed McGann again. Well,
1: they have though, haven't they? They, they have really. The frame it.
0: To, and considering to that see was him. the that was one of the ones that was um, on film, yeah. Why couldn't they have used that?
1: Although well, I suspect they just it'd just be too obvious because there's so little footage.
0: Well, you think about it. They didn't actually... I mean, like Patrick Troughton, um, they didn't actually use... They used him... I think That was a scene from The Five Doctors, I believe, they used there. And, but they took him out of that setting and put him in... Like, was it Miami, was it? Where it yeah. was supposed to be? I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, so they, it yeah, could have so. worked, couldn't it? It could have worked. It could have done something. But yeah, if they're just, a, I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit and moan about it because it was just such a shock and such a really nice surprise to see it. It mm.
1: really yeah.
0: was. Now, I did find it a bit strange they used um, footage of Pertwee from the five doctors, doctors. Ra- rather than him from his glory years, as it were.
1: Well, you're talking about um, trying to get it into clips into high definition. They've just really redone Spearhead from space, haven't they?
0: Uh, They had, but yeah, but Bessie wasn't in *Spirit from Space*, was it? No, no, but I'm saying if they they could have done that. Take a clip, of of Pertwee
1: Mm. to bring in. They could have used that. Could have, and they wouldn't have had too much problems with the the definition problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. They could have done, but hey, you know, he was there. That was it. My my favourite Doctor was there.
1: Yeah, just for small clips, it was fine. I mean, the the best one that worked was the Sixth Doctor, wasn't it? Just walking past in the background in yeah. the corridor. Yeah. I and mean, that actually that was just a body double, wasn't it? But yeah, that yeah. works.
0: That re- did really work well. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one because you just you had to sort of pay attention a little bit more. It wasn't quite so yeah. up front. Um the the um one of McCoy though, just hanging off the uh that cliff edge okay, from yeah, Dragon through a fire. window. Yeah, I know. It was uh, that was a bit strange, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought on the on the whole it was it was nice executed. You look as you say it looked a bit a bit ropey here and there, but hey, they haven't got the budget for that sort of thing, have they? It's nah. like, it was sort of like going for the, uh, what was the episode Trials and, was it Trials and Tribulations from Deep Space Nine? Yeah. Well, they sort of, mean, um, that was, the fan- way they did that was fantastic, and obviously, but they've got, you know, millions to spend on each episode, the Doctor Who hasn't got that. Yeah. Um, so, but I think it, works uh, and, it, you know, it, it worked. It was good. It, it works. was good. It
1: was nice. We enjoyed
0: it. Yeah. But then, of course, you've got um, The Return of River. You yeah. Know, as everyone knows, I'm not River's greatest fan.
1: No, but this is how to use her.
0: It was. It really was. Um, as I say, I think she's a good character when she's used well. Yeah. It's when they sort of put her front and centre. and she's it, The character's just a bit too cocky for my liking. Yeah. But this was used really, really well. I, yeah, did, even, like, I did like that. Down, way down, down to the
1: fact that they're having tea and she manages to get champagne. Yeah. Just Everything was, was her, but just slightly diluted to the... Into the cap, into the rest of the cast. Yeah, that's it.
0: And like the fact it was the Dead River.
1: Yes, from the which library opens as well. A lot more room for scope for them, doesn't it? That yeah. it's not going to be. We're not still going backwards.
0: I'm just beginning to wonder now if because it was always the, the Doctor River were going in opposite directions timeline wise. Is, is this now it? I wonder for Alex Kingston, or is she back in the fiftieth?
1: Um, I suppose. I mean, to, to be honest, they can leave themselves completely open with this, aren't they? Because we n- haven't really got the the ending to her going backwards as such.
0: No, we haven't got to say right, um, right. I'm off to the library now.
1: Yeah, or anything like that. So, so they can still do that, and they can now take it forward as well.
0: Yeah, they're just going to wonder if they, if they sort of try, sort of sort of try to draw a line under it because it was sort of she sort was of saying, you know, uh, you know, you never did say goodbye. Yeah. So that that was sort of the doctor's way of saying goodbye, wasn't it? But
1: yeah, although it was the say goodbye as if you're coming back sort of thing, wasn't mm, it? And yeah, so it was quite, still quite left it open, and the fact of the, the fact that her still being around, even though the supposed to be Clara was gone, mm. was the other thing, and the spoilers to that. So is there a story to that?
0: Yeah, again, you, you sort of talk about more plot threads to be, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. sowing the Season of more plots, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah quite. but that's what yeah, Moffat does, isn't it? He's not, yeah. he's not going to give you <laughs> all the answers because then he's going to sit there thinking, now what do I do?
0: Yeah, precisely. Yeah, we still, still have right. the answer, to the task explode, exploding yet, have we? So, no, that's what one's waiting for. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, what do we, I mean, it's nice to see Bridgetly um, Grant back as well. Yes, as Doctor Simeon. I thought that was actually quite. Do you know what i reminded me of when he um, revealed himself? It was just basically. Uh, the great intelligence inside like an empty shell of a person. Yeah. And he sort of put, peeled away his face to reveal it was completely empty inside. For some reason, that reminded me of Dave McCullum um,
1: um, Invisible Man TV programme. Surely it would have been Unwinding Bandage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, just reminded me because he, he had those uh, rubber masks he wore each week, yeah. remember? Yeah. Um, yeah, it just reminded me of that for some for some strange reason. But um, but I thought he he was used quite well. Um,
1: maybe, I don't know, maybe a little hammy in places, but then... But then that's what you employ him for, isn't exactly. it? I exactly, mean, yeah. That, that's what you're going... I mean, we said he was slightly... He, was, he underplayed it for the, the Christmas one. Yeah. I and mean, I suspect this was the fact that, oh, you can give a bit more licence to do it now.
0: Yeah. I thought the... Because um, he... Again, there was that use of Doctor Who. Yeah. But I thought this time... I, I didn't mind it because he was using it to taunt the Doctor. Yes. I think that was the thing, just, you know, tell us your name whilst his friends were having their hearts stopped by the Whispermen. Yeah. Who I thought were quite an interesting character, sort of monster, from the fact that it was just an extension of the great intelligence, really, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. It wasn't... Because everyone thought it was related to... You didn't used to watch Sarah Jane Avengers, did you? No. Well, there was something in that called the Trickster, um, and it looked very, very similar to that, the character design. It was, you know, featureless except for a mouth. But obviously, I think we're supposed to assume it's nothing to do with, um, with that particular monster. But I just, I just like the fact I, I never noticed before they all dress identically to him. Yes, I never noticed that until the bit where he morphed one of them morphed into him. So I thought that there was that there was quite I thought they were used quite well and actually quite sort of quite scary. Um, like the way that um Jenny died when they were in their uh, conference call.
1: Yeah, that that just that was done brilliantly. Yeah. And the fact you don't actually see it, it's just her saying goodbye.
0: Yeah. I re really, I really did like that. I really did like that. I thought Strax was excellent this week. Yeah. Um especially with the, the fight with the with the giant
1: Scotsman. Yes. Uh, I thought <laughs> I'd like to know why he goes up there for a fight. <laughs> um, I don't know whether there was some uh sight <laughs> go at Glasgow and I don't really don't know of that period. I don't know whether that really something in Moffitt's mind from.
0: Well, I know that the the guy he was fighting was it Archie, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if you ever used to watch a program called um, Steel Game. No, right? Okay, it it was a um, a sitcom um, set up in up in Glasgow of um, these like two uh, like sort of old old guys. In their sort of like seventies and um and based on their friends and there was sort of and this guy was in it as like, as like the local hard man he appeared in a couple of episodes, yeah, but That's what I just remembered him from I just ah oh, still game and I can't remember what the character's name was I think he was also gay in it as well right um so yeah it was quite you just weird just seeing him again but uh, but what he reminded me of though and I don't know if this was a little um a little nod to Razor of the Lost Dark again he reminded me of the way Pat Roach looked. In Rise of the Last Star. you remember the fight around the airplane. Yes, and Pat Roach has got the bald head and the big moustache as he's fighting Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's again. That's what he reminded me of. But I don't know, again if it was another little nod to another little film 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 thing as
1: again. Had, as we've had film references. You know? Yeah, see it. So, but uh,
0: yeah, I thought I thought it was really well done. I like the the way that Strax sort of behaved with uh, Madame Vastra when she sort of told him to. You know, if you don't bring Jenny around, go, I'm going to cut you into a million pieces or dice you into a million pieces. Yeah, and he just sort of pushes away. Was it? What, was it? He called it. Get off! Take your hands off me, you you reptile fool or something, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, I can't remember exact words. Remember no. Exact
0: words now, but uh, yeah, I just I, I thought it was quite unusual for for Madame Vastra.
1: She had a very down role in this, didn't she? She
0: really did, even to the point of becoming impotent a little bit. Character was. Yeah. yeah. Because I thought at the moment when she saw the uh, the whisper, when she came out of her conference call, she would have the old the old uh, katana would have come out and she would have tried sort of uh, hacking them to pieces. But
1: yeah, it's just from the moment that Jenny dies, she's almost lost in that point, isn't she? Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought that, that was a little bit that's the only thing I found a little bit peculiar character wise in this.
1: Um, I suppose it's difficult because what can she do?
0: Well, she's usually a bit more the brains of the outfit, isn't she? And she wasn't. It was actually Strax. It was a little bit more, he rescued Jenny. He saved her life, didn't he? Yeah. He knew what to do. He wasn't panicking. It was um, it was a complete about-face.
1: Well, I, I wondered whether we were going to get something with Strax and bring him back to life, because we had that reference, didn't we, in the Christmas special mm. about he'd been brought back to life himself. Yeah. So I was wondering whether there was going to be something on that, but it actually turned out just to be, just yeah, just to be the, the timeline was being rewritten. And both well, of, of, of slightly on the bringing back Jenny was almost for one of a better word a tricorder sort of thing. It was actually yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It was um. I honestly did think of they've killed Jenny off. I thought that was brave. Yeah. I thought okay, they bought her back, okay, but that I mean that's pretty much what Strax was trying to do with um uh Clara, wasn't it? In the Christmas special. Yeah. Obviously it didn't work there, but um Yeah. Yeah, i d mean, I, I didn't I, for once I didn't mind, you know, it's almost almost like the reset switch being pressed again, wasn't it? But it was a little bit more I mean, it was it wasn't as simple as pressing the reset button.
1: No. And it was back to, yeah, the reasons for being able to do it was the fact that the timeline was being changed and then she went back to put it right. Mm. So there was an explanation as to how it was done.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I I did did like it. I did like that. Um, Now, the mystery of Clara has now finally been cleared up. Uh, What did you think to the... uh, Because we sort of thought it was going to be something on those lines, didn't we? She was going to be splintered through time. Yes, um bloody hell it's a theory we've actually got right.
1: Yeah, to a certain extent.
0: Christ. <laughs> um Yeah, I did I did sort of like that, but the whole thing actually goes back to save the doctor. Um I think some people have sort of pointed out, well she didn't actually save him uh Androzani minor. Uh, and there was sort of, maybe it's sort of she was supposed to save a at, at, at points where he would have he would have really died. Yes. I think that's what you're supposed to uh, uh, take that as. Right, because yeah. otherwise you would never have regenerated, would he? No, but yeah, I thought that was um, sort of nicely done, and and um, the way that she, once her job was done, she just sort of got stuck in the Doctor's sort of time vault or time, what was it a timeline or something? Wasn't it? Yeah. So I thought that was that was quite uh, quite interesting, and seeing all the, all the other Doctors running about.
1: Yeah, i quite like the Eccleston one. Was quite good actually, as that ran past.
0: Yeah. Well, the guy was actually running like Eccleston as well. Yeah. Which I thought was uh, a, a nice little touch. They actually got it sort of spot on. Yeah. Um, and also seeing the, the, the Tom Baker one running
1: away as well. It's so the one thing about Doctor Who is because they all had different costumes, in hindsight now it's quite easy just to give a glimpse of one. Yeah. From behind running away and you know who it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: I thought, <laughs> I thought it was that was really good. Really, really good. Um, it just sort of made my, my sort of little inner fan go, you know, sort of start punching the air or something. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not want, you know, I'm not, I'm not prone to be doing that sort of uh, sort of thing, but yes,
1: yes, we don't really want to know about what your inner fan does.
0: <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just thought it was great. I thought that, you know, I could imagine a lot of fans were doing that this time because I think that's what a lot of fans have been wanting in, the, in its fiftieth year. Yes, the previous
1: doctors. Yeah, I mean now, now was now was the now was the time you could tell that do yeah. that story, and we and we've got the previous well, we've had the previous doctors. Now, can everyone please stop moaning about it now? <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> you're getting David Tennant in the fiftieth. So calm down, please. Calm down. What do you think of Matt Smith this week? Then, yeah, he was because a while before he turned up again. Yeah, which he's done before in a, in a last episode wasn't it when the river Song was a while before he, he, he turned up I can't
1: remember yeah I think so because
0: I haven't watched that since transmission I've got it on DVD and i never watched it because I really don't care for that series at all but
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I honestly can't remember I think I could have sworn it was another one it was a while before we turned up
1: I can't remember now actually no. off the top of my head
0: don't know really don't know and I did think for one moment we were going to get the kids back in it again this week
1: yeah, yeah. Thankfully, short, just to let her do the soufflé bit, and then that was it.
0: That was it. Yeah, they sort of uh, played Blarman's buff of the Doctor and, and sodded off down to the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Good. That was that. Nice but that bite. was a very good way of getting rid of them as well. It was actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I was. I was very, very pleased they weren't dragged back into, it, especially after last week. Crikey. Now, um, do you do you want to get onto the? The big twist at the end. Do you want to talk about anything else before we get on to the big twist?
1: Um, no, just when we were talking about Matt Smith. I did like the, the scene with uh, Alex Kingston. Yeah. When before he goes off to rescue Clara mm. was a, a very good scene. And also punctuated by the fact of the after the kiss saying, as I'm the only one who can see you, that must have looked very odd. And it cuts to them three. Yeah, standing there.
0: That that the look they're all giving him was fantastic.
1: Yeah, actually. and it sort and it sort of punctuated that fact of the of the oh here we have a big sloppy scene in Doctor Who. Yeah, and now we've cut that with laughter, and now we can carry on back to the plot. Oh
0: dear, I, I, I really I really did like that. It just looked on Strax's face. It was like, Ugh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like frozen. Was he was yeah. <laughs> Actually, another bit I like with Matt Smith as well is when um, he's sitting in the armchair in uh, Clara's house, or, or the, the kid's house, really, isn't it? Yeah. And she says all oh, the, the word that kid's name was Trenzalore. Yeah. And he just sort of, sort of, just sort of broke down in tears. And I thought that was nicely done as well.
1: Yeah. Well, we know Matt Smith can do these just little points like that without having to overplay it. Hmm.
0: Um, yeah, whatever. yeah, with that wailing and gnashing of teeth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the worst bit for him to do, really, was the rolling around on the floor, once in the, the TARDIS. Yeah. bit I think, was probably just the standard Doctor Who sort of person fighting against an invisible force, wasn't it? Yeah, I think thing. it was, really, yeah. yeah but it was still well done. It yeah. still very well done. But everything else, the little moments before and after that sort of allowed you to... Just the, yeah, a standard. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's it. No, I thought, I, I, you know, I thought he was really, really good. I liked him. Yeah, I love, really did like him in this. Um, how, how often though do we say we don't? <laughs> well, no, that's it. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, obviously, I thought last week he was a little bit OTT in places, but, um, but I just, I just thought he was fantastic this week. Yeah, I really did think it was fantastic. Um, I got to trends law wasn't what I was expecting, but I did
1: like it. I think the two things that come out of this that were actually well done was the fact, A, we didn't see any of the battle. No. We have no background as to what that was supposed to be. We arrive at a point after it. Yeah. The other thing I actually liked about this episode was it wasn't all answered by using the sonic screwdriver. No, it wasn't, was it? It One time he went to use it, it was ineffectual. And when he did try and use it, it was to open a door. Yes,
0: the trap door, wasn't it, for the, the, yeah. the secret entrance? But but that was the only... That, that was the only
1: time, yeah. yeah. You tried it on the Whisper Men and it made no difference to them. Yeah, that's it. In fact, it didn't work at all, did it? They didn't yeah, switch that on, way. it just
0: ineffective. Yeah. It was,
1: you know... Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that's bugged me more about this series than anything else, is the fact that a lot of the stories have been solved by waving the sonic screwdriver at yeah. them.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's your, it's your get-out-of-jail-free thing, yeah. it? you know, do-not-pass-go... Sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So to have it's, it
1: not be the answer and not work in this episode was actually the most pleasing thing think I think.
0: Yes, I, I think you're right. Actually, I think you're right. Actually, um, one thing I just remembered again, getting back to the, the whole when Clara jumped into the um, like the, the Doctor's timeline, or the was it, it was like a wound, wasn't it? They called it, or because all the, the yeah. journeys he had done from Gallifrey yeah. leading up to Trenzalore create this wound. Yeah. Um, what I what I did like was the fact that she told the doctor not to take when he was stealing the TARDIS from Gallifrey, and actually yeah. it was nice to see Gallifrey at the beginning as well. Yes, um, and they appear to have updated uh, the uh, the CGI dome thing because you've all that stuff underneath now as well, haven't you? Yeah, it sort of made the city on on Gallifrey look a lot the city look a lot bigger than it than it did look. Yes, previously I, I, I thought that was nicely rendered. Um, no, do I, I just like the fact that Claritone don't steal that one. Take this one instead. She's yeah. sort of like leading the Doctor right from the beginning. Yes. You know, so you know the, uh, the the navigation system's a bit knackered, but she'll get to where you want to go. And I I, I did like that. I thought that was that was nicely um, nicely done. I just like the fact that you know the, 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 what he's saying now. And, uh, Moffat was right. This is a bit of a game changer. That you sort of like. Now you see what a TARDIS looks like without the chameleon circuit. It's just a, a cylinder, yeah. which apparently is what they wanted the TARDIS to look like originally.
1: Yeah um, Back and in it's the day so, it sort of goes back, back a bit to the war games, doesn't it? And yeah, how the, the TARDISes were just square Or
0: Or the Cid uh, the Rats
1: Yeah As they were called in that Yeah Yeah Yeah, that's right That's absolutely right Yeah Nothing I no, weren't trying to blend in If they don't try to blend in Then they're just these cylindrical or square objects
0: Yeah No, I like that And I like the fact you saw one going through the time vortex After the Doctor had stolen it Yeah as well. So, no, that was um, that was a really, really nice little thing to do. I, I don't know. it probably get a lot of fans going, how dare they, blah, 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 you know. Um, there's bound to be someone offended by that.
1: Hmm. There's bound to be. But... but the whole point about the TARDIS being a police box is the, when, we, when you join it in Unearthly Child, it's the first time it hasn't changed.
0: Yeah. It just gets stuck, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: There you go. There
1: you go, fans. There you are. So, anyway... Which is actually what he gets right about saying. Which gets right about saying about the guidance system not being right. At least he doesn't say the comedian circuit doesn't work. No, that's <laughs> otherwise true. that would have had fans going, oh no! But actually,
0: actually it does. It's just the first yeah. time it doesn't work. It's when he it goes yeah. back to prehistoric yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. <laughs> now, at least, at least they got that right. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, this leads up to something that. Yes, as quite possibly, as Moffat said, changed the face of Doctor Who forever. John Hurt, introduced as the Doctor.
1: Yes. Now, this was the... Which was spoilt by John Hurt himself. He was.
0: Now, he spoilt it from the fact that we knew he was going to be in the 50th. Yes. But nobody was expecting him to turn up in the end last night. No. And that really did... I thought, wow, I really, really wasn't expecting that. That was a real rug-pulling moment. That really was... But uh, he had spoiled it as saying he was playing the Doctor. Yeah. Now, this is the bit of news we didn't want to discuss last week last on week. the podcast. No. Um, as we said, you could go and find it for yourself. Uh, we we didn't want to discuss it because we thought it was a bit of a spoiler. Um, yeah. Well. And it I, was. And it was. Just <laughs> a certain extent. But, well, not really because, well, it was from John Hurt, but we weren't expecting it last night. No. So that was a genuine surprise. Yeah. And I'm not surprised that all the uh, screener copies that went out were missing the last three to four minutes. Yes, because if that got out, and I, this is what I'm thinking is great about the, about the, those fans who did get the Blu-ray copies early. Nobody let slip about this. No, I thought that that was absolutely brilliant of the fans not to not to you know spoil that for anybody because that was a yeah. genuine and brilliant surprise. Really was. And
1: it now, of course, sets up.
0: Sets that. up the fiftieth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And as to what he, as to what it was that he did, is, where where is this? Where does this version of the Doctor fit?
0: Well, this is the thing that I mean. Let let the mad fan theories commence, really. So, yeah. Um, I'm supposing this is sort of like a, a, a forgotten regeneration.
1: Yeah, I mean, is this the one that dealt with the Time War?
0: Well, I'm assuming it is because he he talks about he bought peace. He had no yeah. choice. Yeah. But to use his name. Yes, he broke the promise. So um, now, of course, does this also change the numbering of the Doctors? Yes. You know which. You know, I'm assuming he came after. Well, he must have come after McGann and before Eccleston. And he's already said. And now, I, well, now I'm not going to say because it's actually another spoiler. But I think people can figure it out for themselves. Yeah, where where he fits, to be honest, because it, it, John Hurt did actually give that away as well. Which Doctor? Yeah, um, he's supposed to be. So um, you can figure it out for yourselves, folks. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. I really don't. But now that re- that really was a genuine surprise, and what what a fantastic way to end the series!
1: Yeah, and just to set up the anticipation for the the fiftieth special. Yeah, definitely.
0: Now, I don't think we'll be. Um, I don't think we're going to do a, like an overall series review, are we? Because I think we've we got a lot of other things to catch up on, haven't we? Yeah, and the fact that it's
1: sort of a bit odd in terms of where do you draw the line with the series, because it's been series seven. As I keep getting confused at the moment, enough as it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, so if you want to sum up this
1: half of the series, what would you, what would you say? Um, I've actually really liked it. The odd exception here and there. But it has had two or three outstanding stories, as mm. far as I'm concerned. And I think yeah, we've actually have had a, a fairly well rounded plot to it as well. To the ending to it. Which doesn't hasn't left you thinking, well that was a waste of but that didn't make sense. That was a waste of time.
0: No, there was nothing nothing in last night's episode was a waste of time. I think it was a couple of, I think for me this series it's it's been hit and miss, but I think there's been more hits than misses. Yeah. This time round,
1: definitely. It started um, it started off slowly, then we had the Two great episodes, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Then we've had a a couple of episodes that have been okay. Mm. Yeah, there was was only one I out and out disliked, and that was the
0: opening episode, bells of St John. I mean, the others I didn't actually... Even The Rings of Ackerton, I thought, well, I didn't out and out hate it like most people did, but I didn't like it either. No. Um, And it was the same for things like Journey to the Centre of the TARDIS. Yeah. Um, And also last week's one as well. You know, I didn't out and out sort of dislike it because each of them ha- has had some good bits in it. Yeah. There's always something to like about an episode, but for me, apart from the first one, which I really didn't like. So, but yeah, I say it's,
1: I think I overall, think I'd, it's a good series. I think, like series. Watch, I think I'm, I'm actually looking forward to actually just watching them all now again. Yeah. And there's been a few series where I wouldn't necessarily have said that.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, series six for me, I mean, even with episodes I really liked. Out of series six, I haven't watched them again. I just don't think that series has got a lot of rewatch value. Uh, not for me personally, but I think this series, most of the episodes have.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't... yeah there's, there's not any episodes that I'll be disappointed if I actually watched again. I don't know. No. Think. In, terms, in terms of, you know, if I tur- turned on the telly now and it was starting up with one of these episodes from this series, I'd probably sit and watch it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. Still not sure about the Bells of St John, but... <laughs> we'll see, we'll see when, when the box... The box set's out now, isn't it? It will be tomorrow, it's, it's released... Uh, yeah. Actually, what's the date? No, it's out now, isn't it, in this in this country? The Blu-ray box set?
1: Um, I'm Sunday. not sure, I haven't really paid attention to it. I knew it
0: was out pretty soon after the uh, the final episode
1: aired. But yeah. Oh, well. well, as we know, they're ready to ship. Oh, Yeah!
0: <laughs> Right, okay. So, for the final time, then let's let's rate this episode. How, how would you rate this one, Paul?
1: I'll give it a cyber leader. Excellent.
0: And to follow suit, I should be giving it a cyber leader as well. Excellent. There we are. Well, at least we ended ended on a high. Yeah, we've ended on a high. Fantastic. So that's Doctor Who over there until November. We've got a long wait. Yes. A very long wait now, um, but hopefully it will be worth the wait after last night's cliffhanger. Here's hoping. Yeah, right. So that just leads on to what are we going to be doing next? Well, we are going to jump back into the uh, Audio Go anniversary specials. Yes, because um, we're a couple behind. Now. Yes, we are, aren't we? Um, so next week, then we'll be uh, reviewing. Is it the Babel Sphere? Yes, is it is the fourth Doctor story. Yes, read, read by Lallawald. Ward. So uh, yes, yes, and we're in,
1: we're nearly at the end of May, so we, yeah, we've I got know. to catch up on those.
0: We really, really have got to catch up. So. Okay then, folks, so I think that just about wraps it up for this week. Have you got anything else, Paul?
1: No, that's it from me.
0: That's it. Okay, good. Right, okay everybody. So for another week then, it's goodbye from me, Phil.
1: And goodbye from me, Paul.
0: Goodbye. listening to the who's he podcast please visit our website at who's hyphen he hyphen and please also follow us on twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast the who's he podcast is a member of the doctor who podcast alliance